This Sunday, the second of Advent, and next one too, our attention is directed towards the person and the mission of St. John the Baptist. John the Baptist is more than a prophet. In him, the Holy Spirit concludes, brings to an end, and a fulfilment, all that the Spirit wanted to say through the prophets of the Old Testament. John completes the cycle of prophets begun by Elijah. He proclaims how close is the coming of the Messiah, the one who is promised. John is the voice that bears witness to the light. The Sacred Liturgy today also paints us a vivid portrait of our new King, Jesus, and the shape of the kingdom he has come to bring. The Lord, whom John prepares the way for, is the righteous king, the righteous king prophesied in today's first reading and the psalm. He is the king's son, the son of David, a shoot from the root of Jesse, who was David's father. He will be the Messiah, anointed with the Holy Spirit, endowed with the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, which we receive from him in the sacrament of confirmation. He will rule with justice, saving the poor from the ruthless and wicked. His rule will be not only over Israel, but will extend from sea to sea to the ends of the earth. He will be a light, a signal to the nations, and they will seek him and pay him homage. In him all the tribes of the earth will find blessing. The covenant promise to Abraham, renewed in God's oath to David, will be fulfilled in his dynasty, and his name will be blessed forever. In Christ God confirms his oath to Israel's patriarchs, St. Paul tells us in today's epistle, but no longer are God's promises reserved solely for the children of Abraham. The Gentiles too will glorify God for his mercy. Once strangers, in Christ they will be included in the covenants of promise. And St. John the Baptist delivers the same message. Once God's chosen people were hewn from the rock of Abraham, but now God will raise up living stones, children of Abraham, born not of flesh and blood, but of the Holy Spirit. This is the meaning of the fiery baptism that Christ brings, making us royal heirs of the kingdom of heaven, the church. John the Baptist preaches repentance, and so we hear this again, as we did last Sunday. Repentance can be an unattractive idea. It can conjure up being focused on past sins and failures, a negative idea. This is not what the Baptist proclaimed. His message was wholly positive. Repentance is the renouncing of one's sins so that one can be united more closely to God and all his ways. That's important. Repentance is renouncing of one's sins so that one can be united more closely to God and all his ways. 
In stating that the kingdom of God is at hand, the Baptist is making the point that the kingdom of God is upon them because Jesus, the Son of God, has taken on flesh and is walking in their midst. And if the people are about to see Jesus, they are about to see God. And if they are about to see God, the proper state for entering into his presence is freedom from sin. You see, sin diminishes or obliterates in our soul the divine likeness infused into our soul at baptism, depending on the seriousness of the sin. Christ gave us the sacrament of confession so that this divine likeness can be restored when it is weakened or when it is lost completely. If we are to recognize God present in Jesus, if we are to receive him worthily in Holy Communion, we must be in the divine likeness, what the Church has always called a state of grace. And so the baptism that Christ would give supersedes that of the Baptists. His was one simply of repentance, but Christ would, and to this day, baptize in water and the Holy Spirit to a new spiritual birth. Brothers and sisters, God showers us with gifts of grace so we can bear the kinds of good fruit that John the Baptist demands. What are some ways we can bear good fruit right now in this season of Advent? By repenting of sin, by making a good examination of conscience and a good sacramental confession. By carrying out our normal duties well, especially whatever our work is. By accepting, embracing and offering to God our own poverty and afflictions. By relieving the poverty and afflictions of others through works of charity, particularly towards the poor and the homeless. I am sure all of us would want to be admitted into Christ's company and that of the Virgin Mary and St. Joseph on Christmas Day. But that can only happen if we learn the heavenly wisdom presented to us in today's sacred scripture. It is not the wisdom of the world that speaks of glitter and pleasure and gifts and food and tinsel. It is the wisdom of repentance. As St. Paul tells, uh, sorry, as St. Peter tells us in his second letter, God is not slow in coming, as anyone else might be called slow, but rather he is patient and wanting no one to be lost, but that all may come to change their ways. Laudato Jesus Christus.